0: From uh, Jane's Addiction and the Red Hot Chili Peppers, let's welcome to this program the very talented Dave Navarro. Dave, how are you, buddy?
1: I'm very well. How are you?
0: Can I tell you why I'll always be jealous of you? Not just because you're a handsome, fantastic guitar player. There is a much bigger reason. Yeah, go ahead. I feel that you have never, and I don't mean to discredit anything you've done because you've you've done very well, but I feel that you have never had a real job. You've been playing in bands since you were like 13, right?
1: Yes. Well, you don't have to just feel that way. That is actually that's the fact.
0: That, that is, is the <laughs> fact. Yeah. The man. The man has never had to fill out an application and show up, right? And uh, check in or punch in. And I believe me, I'm all. I'm hope my son has the same future. But how great is that, man? To be at your age guess, now.
1: That is, that is that's a very nice thing to point out. And I, I yeah, I guess that is pretty cool. You know, there was sacrifice for sure. I didn't. Uh, I didn't just wake up and, and and jump into a band, you know. It's like whenever, when I was a young kid, you know, it's like seven years old, like I didn't play sports, I didn't go out in the street after school, I didn't ride bikes with friends, I was at home playing guitar. So, you know, I definitely put my hours in um, and sacrificed quite a lot uh, to do what I do. But, yeah, I mean... I would rather stay at home playing guitar than fill out applications.
0: How did your parents know that you didn't suck? Like, how did they not know that you were going to be a like? If my son wanted to do that, I think that'd be great. But how did they know you weren't going to be a loser guy who always just sat around like local clubs and played guitar?
1: Because what they wanted for me was for me to be happy, and what they didn't, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like you have to go be a success. It was I want you to be happy, so I, they were supportive of that, and. um you know if I, i'm grateful that they were and i think at a certain point you know when you see somebody's passion it's 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 hard to discredit you know and i think that you know at a very early age my parents saw how passionate i was about music and you know, it, it kind of dictates to them what's going to happen at that point.
0: No, oh, that's great. See, that's what I'm forgetting with my kids. I don't care about their happiness. <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking for mine. Uh, Dave Navarro yeah, has been no, exactly. <laughs> super successful. You got uh, you got the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Of course, you have Jane's Addiction. And now, uh, and I think partly because uh, such a great personality and quite handsome, uh, gets to be on TV a lot. And Ink Masters uh, has its season premiere on Spike. What What season is this?
1: This is season seven, so we've been at it for quite a while, and uh, it's been great, man. I mean, we've we've helped a lot of artists get uh, very, very far, and, um, you know, usually what happens is our finalists end up being booked for two, three years ahead of time, so... You know, this ends up being a, a great, great asset for them, and uh, it's just a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of fun to be around that kind of creativity all the time.
0: Yeah, anybody can walk into a place drunk and get a tattoo, but if you're somebody who really has a nice piece and you want a piece of artwork on it, you research who's going to do it and where you go do it. And uh, and these guys getting this kind of exposure on TV is fan- is fantastic. And even the, even the guys who you know come and go on the show, they still they still got to hang with the big guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, and the other thing is that, you know, we have, you know, people who come in, we call them the human canvases, the people who get tattooed, they're kind of the unsung heroes, because they don't really know what they're walking into, they're putting their skin on the line, and, you know, just to help us have a competition, so, you know, it's really, we, without them, we don't have the competition, so yeah, I, gotta, but I, gotta, I gotta... They
0: leave with a with cool there, story, though. Up. Yeah, that's the thing, when you get a tattoo, you you wanna, like like, I have a dumb tribal thing on my leg but I got it by that guy uh, from Lollapalooza back in the 90s and I, that is a good representation of my dumb 90s years so or, I, anybody that could walk out. Yeah, and but
1: I mean, I, I'm, I'm right there with you and, and I, I have tattoos that are just I mean if you looked at them you'd be like that's just the worst thing ever but I their memories you know And for me is I have the same kind of philosophy But I think that in this day and age, you know, there's such great talent out there. And if you got tattooed in the 90s like I did, there wasn't really, I mean, I don't know what year it was, but the Internet was very, very new. Yeah, There wasn't the kind of information available. There wasn't, you know, the the multitude of tremendous artists available in every single city. You know, you kind of took what you could get back then. And even back then, you were taking a chance. But, uh, you know, today's day and age, you know, everybody has the ability to get a really great, great tattoo in just about every city.
0: What is the... Uh, 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 what, you and I, back what, in
1: those days, we had, to, we had to take a chance. Go ahead.
0: What's the worst one you have?
1: I would say there's a tribal one that I have also. But, again, it, I got that in uh, 1992, I think, with when I was in the Chili Peppers. So it's a good memory, you know what I mean? But if you look at it, it's just like... Terrible looking tribal, but for me, it it takes me back to those days when uh, we were we were touring, and I think me and Chad went and got tattooed in Hawaii. So you know what I mean? It's like it's a personal thing, and I I would never want to cover it up.
0: Yeah, technically, you were part of a of a tribe at that point, so so it doesn't even matter. We're talking to Dave Navarro. Dave's also got the documentary. Yeah, right. He's also got the documentary called Morning Sun, which is about his mom's murder. Now, I, I remember. I don't really know the whole story, but I remember reading a book by Henry Rollins where I want to say he talked about it. Is that possible?
1: It is possible. I've known Henry for, God, since the 80s, and uh, I I knew, he obviously knew about it. I don't know what context he talked about it, but yeah, that is very possible. He's always been a real great uh, positive supporter.
0: Can you tell me about uh, what the documentary is about because I'm sorry I'm unfamiliar with the whole story.
1: Yeah, it's actually it's available on iTunes and uh Amazon right now, any of those streaming platforms. It's spelled M O U R N I N G, so morning like sad morning. Right. Um and it's it's really just kind of the linear storytelling of my mom's murder and uh kind of raises awareness for domestic violence and, and, and you know, I help I help use her story to raise awareness for uh people now and and it's uh it's and it's also a true crime it's a true crime documentary so um, it's a, there's a lot of multitudes of uh, of things.
0: Was it hard for you to do it? Hard for you to relive it to go through the uh, the documentary?
1: Yeah, I mean, God, it's I, it's a tough one to answer. I mean, a lot of it was tough to live through, but I was a producer on the thing, and so it was also really healing to creatively attack the story. So. You know it was it was it was both it was really healing it was really cathartic it was hard um but i think that you know all all great art or at least art that we're happy with is is hard to a degree if, if you're putting your your heart and soul into it and and that's what we did so uh you know i'm super happy with how it came out
0: well you can watch it it's available now so you don't have to wait for it. you can get it on itunes youtube uh, amazon it's there uh and i i ha- also i bought uh, your book a while ago and in that book, but it was just you could tell that your house in the nineties and the two thousands was probably the coolest place to be, and and the photo booth in your house was the most genius yeah. thing I've ever yeah. ever seen. You'd have people come over right. and get in the photo booth and take pictures. Smart. That's brilliant. What a way to document your life.
1: Yeah, I really miss those days. I mean, as it's, it's dark as they were, I, it's funny you bring that up. Just the other night, I was thinking about that, and uh, you know, there were some good times. I mean, that was the, one of the darkest drug addiction, you know, I'm obviously, I'm clean and sober now, but uh, even still, there was, you know, there was something about that time that was just, you know, I'll never get it back, and I'm glad that I lived through it, that I can remember it, but, yeah, that house was, that house was, like, the weird, the weird guy late at night whose house you went to up in the hills after the clubs closed,
0: Yeah,
1: and there was, like, some weird, weird dude wearing a kimono, <laughs> three in the
0: morning, <laughs> <laughs>
1: was me. Do yeah, you,
0: you have a little Asian guy lighting up firecrackers behind you or anything? <laughs>
1: it's exactly like that. I'm so glad you know what I'm talking about. That scenario, it, what is it, Boogie Nights?
0: Yeah, Boogie Nights. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was that exact scenario. Just like out of his mind, late at night, up in the hills, drug addict guy, like exactly like that guy in Boogie Nights. I always think of that time when I see that film. <laughs> yeah, it's really
0: You always want to have a moment. Uh, what's your deal now? Are you single or you got married or what? I am single. Good. That's I only-
1: I am traveling so I'm traveling so much, man. I'm master in New York the band James Dixon, We're still touring. We're going to Europe this year. We are doing a bunch of festivals in the States. You know, it's twenty fifth anniversary of Ritual Day Habitual. Twenty five years. I like, wow. cannot believe it. So, oh. so we're out celebrating that and
0: still what a what a great album what jane's addiction what a great band but what a great album that is uh well guy, hope to have the opportunity to get to see you guys i hope you swing through here and uh, i'm glad you're single because i know you're like one of those guys that the oddest girls would be like if you could bang anybody besides your husband who would it be and your name will be in there in like a group of of uh good looking dudes so get as much as you can Thanks, man. Hey, uh, Ink Masters on Spike. Yep, thank you. And uh, Morning Sun, Dave Navarro. Good talking to you, buddy. You too, guys. Take care. There you go. Dave Navarro. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies.